0: Welcome to the HR Chat Podcast, bringing the best of the HR and talent communities to you. In this HR Chat interview, we're going to consider how the COVID-19 pandemic has changed the ways we work now and the possible longer-term impact on workplace collaboration, how we learn, and the role of HR and leaders. We'll also give some thought to the role of AI and virtual reality as a training tool. Our guest this time is Gene Meister, founding partner at Future Workplace, an HR advisory and research firm dedicated to educating HR leaders on what's next in preparing for the future workforce and workplace. Future Workplace created the first online course to train HR on using artificial intelligence. Jean's recent book is The Future Workplace, 10 Rules for Mastering Disruption in Recruiting and Engaging Employees. Jean is also a Forbes contributor and writes on the future of work and how AI is being used for HR. Jean, it's my pleasure to welcome you to the show today.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: So you've published guides to help HR and leaders master new sets of workplace disruptions, detailing the skills needed to thrive in today's hyper-competitive and rapidly changing business environments. There's never been a more big disruption like we're witnessing right now, of course. Well, what are some of the, the challenges thrown at HR departments by COVID-19? And, and also, what about recruiters? What are they facing when we all do finally re-enter the jobs market?
1: I think what's clear is that the coronavirus is, will be the accelerator for one of the greatest workplace transformations of our lifetime. So, some of the challenges I hear from my HR uh, colleagues, and by the way, we just did a, a survey of 350 global HR leaders called the impact of the coronavirus on HR. So I'm going to give you a preview of some of those findings. Number one, ramping up training and investment in remote work. I think that um, managers have had preconceptive preconceptions about remote working. Sadly, too many managers have equated FaceTime with productivity. I think the time is now to totally reevaluate that. And what I hear. Companies doing are the following three things. Number one, investing heavily in training um, individual workers and managers of remote working teams on how to be successful with remote working. Two, um, they're looking at um, different ways to collaborate uh, online, right? They're they're creating more communication and content content on the coronavirus themselves but itself by bringing in health specialists for q a sessions and looking at making uh, adjustments to paid leave pto and carry over vacations um so i think that we're going to see the benefits of remote working like we've never seen before and and employees will question um you know, exactly how much time do they need to spend in the office rather than how much time should they, will they be spending working remotely? So that's a big, that's one of my top, uh, uh, one of my very top trends that I'm seeing from the research. The second is skills-based hiring will move from the new normal to the normal. So by skills-based hiring, what I mean, and that's to your recruiting question, Bill, is hiring somebody based on their skills and capabilities and achievements rather than the pedigree of their degree. Um, Glassdoor published an article back about a year and a half ago um naming about 15 top companies, Google, Apple, Starbucks, IBM, that, uh, where you no longer are required to have a four year degree to apply. I think that's going to, there's going to be a surge of interest in that because I think companies are going to really start outsourcing more routine tasks to bots and focus on hiring the right set of skills for the managers and leaders they need. And they're going to want to tap a global pool. For the people that have those skills and capabilities. The third trend I see is the future of work is really the future of work, of the worker well being. I've written in Forbes um, that many companies that are focusing on the future of work are consumed by the impending disruption of jobs, automation, and the changing workforce demographics. Of course, these are all important, but as more workers work remotely, um, the latest estimate from Gartner is that nearly 90% of workers are either mandated or encouraged to work from home right now, um, with nearly every state in the United States imposing stay-at-home mandates. So what is emerging as a key priority for HR is worker well-being. Today, more than ever, the future of work is the future of worker well-being. And why is this so? With the growth of the digital economy and our always-on way of working, we have increasing stresses in managing work-life integration. And now, dealing with the implications of the coronavirus, um, we see companies assisting Workers with well being. So, what are they doing? What is HR doing? Well, many of my clients are starting by curating a list of worker well being resources, tapping into offering, um, in addition to their online learning courses, courses in meditation, in mindfulness, in um, how to improve your overall emotional, physical, mental, and spiritual well-being. We're going to continue to see that be a major factor for HR to really challenge HR leaders and ask them, what is their well-being strategy? What are they doing to ensure the well-being of all their global employees? And then finally, in our survey of the impact of the coronavirus on HR, we saw an increase. Anxiety in dealing with this pandemic among workers—not surprising at all. I, for one, am working remotely in upstate New York and see the news feed and the and TV shows of of what's going on in different parts of the United States. So, what are the what are the ways that organizations are dealing with increased anxiety? Well, what, a couple I'd like to propose. Um, One is more frequent senior leader town online town halls and check-ins. You know, acknowledge the anxiety in both group uh, check-ins and one-on-ones. It's a common feeling that we all have. Two, um, bring in health specialists for online sessions and give the facts to your workers on on what they should be expecting, on symptoms, on what to do in case they or a loved one um, has any symptoms of coronavirus. Create local solutions, maybe set up emergency response teams in regions with high densities of employees. So those are just some of what I see more organizations doing to deal with this increased anxiety which we're all feeling and living day to day.
0: We'll be right back after this message from Espressa.
1: When it comes to human resources, doing more with less while attracting and retaining rock star talent is how we're measured. And that's why Espressa built a web and mobile platform to help make heroes out of HR and people teams while enabling companies to tie the benefits of culture to positive business outcomes. Espressa.com is culture benefits reimagined. Looking to engage and ignite your people in measurable ways? Visit Espressa.com. That's E-S-P-R-E-S-A dot
0: I'd like to now hear from you in, in terms of how HR can maybe leverage the skill sets of other departments. You, you've published guides and uh, you, you're quoted on, on the SHRM site as saying, HR leaders are accustomed to carving out initiatives and running that with them. Instead, they need to build a cross-organizational alliance to create a shared vision. How can HR leverage the skill and expertise of other departments, Gene, like marketing, communications, editorial, and operations at this difficult moment to keep their employees motivated and working towards a shared vision?
1: Well, I think um, HR has to move from working in silos to embracing key leaders in other departments like IT, real estate, marketing, communications. And why is this so important? Well, we did a survey with 350 um, global HR leaders on um, what they were working on in 2020, and employee experience was the number one initiative that HR leaders were, were focused on. Employee experience as we define it here at Future Workplace is the the sum total of all the experiences that an employee has over the duration of their relationship with their employer from recruiting to exiting the organization. Um, And so now companies and their HR leaders are really continuing to focus on creating a consumer grade employee experience and that means that the the solution no longer resides in hr it is not an hr initiative in fact employee experience is a business initiative which where you need to tap into the expertise and the solutions from your it or your hris department your real estate department um your learning department and importantly the communications and, and branding um, so that you can pull together one seamless solution for your employees. So we're seeing um, that being a major initiative, even during these very challenging times that we're living in with the impact of the coronavirus.
0: You've talked in the past about key job families beginning to self-automate their jobs. Is the massive number of layoffs we're seeing at the moment an opportunity for businesses to to future-proof against, for example, a, a potential second wave of COVID-19 later in the year or other crises and, and to take the initiative? Will, will more business leaders rather than canny employees be looking for ways to remove humans from the workforce?
1: Well, companies that are removing humans from the workforce are doing it for, um, you know, for, for revenue reasons or lack thereof. Right. In the United States, we just saw massive amounts of layoffs in the retail sector. Um, from Macy's and Kohl's and a number of other retail chains announced yesterday. So I think companies are certainly, for those businesses that are shut down here in the United States, they you know have no choice but to, um, sadly, lay off workers. Um, I think the reasons for displacing workers with automation is that some of their tasks. Are routine and manual and can be done um, by uh, a machine, a bot, um, and so we we at Future Workplace have developed a five-week online course called "Using AI for HR," where we look at uh, uses of artificial intelligence across the employee lifecycle, from recruiting to new hire. Um, onboarding to internal talent mobility and learning and development and coaching and in all those cases the the driver for um, for automating an, a function within HR is uh, is that it can clearly be done better faster cheaper by a bot and the challenge then becomes how do you reimagine that job so that it can deliver greater results for the organization so i think there are two different things going on here we're going to sadly see more layoffs as businesses are totally shut down right but the drivers for um for for perhaps some job dislocation due to automation are different jobs you know businesses aren't shut down they're trying to figure out how to deliver greater value to their customers
0: In the beginning of 2020, you wrote an article in Forbes called Top 10 HR Trends that Matter Most in the 2020 Workplace. Um, And in that, you you highlighted the big investments going into virtual reality for corporate training. How much more important is that now uh, because companies need to offer immersive learning in order to to enable and facilitate behavioral change and developing new skills in the workplace that, you know, otherwise they could have done in, in person, perhaps?
1: I think, I think virtual reality and augmented reality will surge and explode in the coming years. Um, so I think that we already have pockets of experimentation with Walmart having, um, used virtual reality to train their workers, um, for how to handle Black Friday, um, you know, massive shopping. And then um, we have Best Western using, uh, tapping into virtual reality for soft skills training, right? So we're gonna see more virtual reality um, for for training people in skills on how to have difficult conversations um, that we thought were only done in a face-to-face environment. Those will all be done with virtual reality. One of the leading companies is a company called Mersion here in the United States, and they offer virtual reality without headsets, but through the computer. So there are different scenarios that you interact with an avatar. I think those um, applications will explode in the next um, 12 to 18 months.
0: Gene, I could stay here and talk to you for a long, long time, but uh, I'm afraid that's all we have got time. Today. Uh, listeners, if you'd like to learn more about the wonderful work done at Future Workplace, you can go to futureworkplace.com and uh, you can also do what I did and that's uh, reach out to Jean Meister through LinkedIn. She was uh, uh, very responsive and, and quick to get back to me. Um, so that just leaves me to say for today, Jean, thank you very much for being a guest on this episode of the HR Chat Show.
1: Thank you very much, Bill, for having me. It was a pleasure.
0: And thank you, Jean. And until next time, thanks for listening thank you for listening to the hr chat podcast brought to you by the hr gazette